This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. It's home to the world's only swimming iguanas, fish-eating snakes and some little birds that change the course of science. This is your Squiz Kids shortcut to the Galapagos Islands, the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer. And I'm Bryce Corbett. Bryce, way back in September 1835, a boat full of English explorers called the Beagle arrived at a rocky collection of islands in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Uh-huh. On board was a young scientist called Charles Darwin, uh-huh. and his observations of those islands would forever change our understanding of life on Earth. Today, we'll take you through where the Galapagos Islands are, why they are so important to science, and what incredible creatures you'll find there. Listen carefully, there's a squiz at the end. Where? The Galapagos Islands are in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, about 1,000 kilometres off the coast of the South American country of Ecuador. And they belong to Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Bryce, you might know this already. The word Ecuador means equator in Spanish. Ah. I'll pop a map in your episode notes and you'll see that the equator runs right through the northern part of Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And if you follow it west across the Pacific, you'll get to the Galapagos Islands. The equator, of course, is the imaginary line that runs around our planet. If you imagine spinning the Earth like a beach ball, with the North Pole on top and the South Pole on the bottom, the equator runs around the exact middle. It's the same distance from the equator to each pole. Now, not only does the equator run through the Galapagos, but there are three major tectonic plates that meet underneath the islands at the bottom of the ocean. Uh Now, as we learned in our shortcut to earthquakes and volcanoes, when the edges of the 17 tectonic plates that make up the Earth's outer shell move apart Mm -hmm. or push against each other, volcanoes can emerge or erupt. Right. All of the 127 islands in the Galapagos were formed by volcanoes. So if an underwater volcano erupts enough, the lava that comes out will eventually rise up out of the water and create islands? Exactly. Now, compared with other volcanic islands in the world's oceans, the Galapagos are just babies. Right. I mean, in geological terms. Oh, okay. The biggest and youngest of the islands are less than one million years old and the oldest are no more than five million years old. Oh, yeah, just babies. Yeah, in human (laughs) terms, really, really old. When those (laughs) islands were first created, they had absolutely no life on them. Right. And the process that got the plants and animals living there today is why the islands are so important to scientific history. Why? So, Bryce, the Beagle was sent out from England to map the coast of South America. Mm -hmm. Charles Darwin was on board as a geologist, someone who studies the physical structure of the Earth. Yep. But he was also really interested in plants and animals, and he'd been collecting a lot of specimens during the four years the Beagle had already been underway. Mm -hmm. When he arrived at the Galapagos in September 1835, Darwin was fascinated. He wrote in his notebook... It seems to be a little world within itself. The greater number of its inhabitants, both vegetable and animal, being found nowhere else. 
Now, it was a long intellectual journey for Darwin to go from collecting specimens to coming up with his theory of evolution. Mm -hmm. And I've put links in your episode notes if you'd like to explore it in greater detail. Yeah. But essentially what Darwin realised, along with the help of some other people, Mm -hmm. was that the plants and animals of the Galapagos had the same ancestors, which had come to the islands by swimming or being carried in the ocean currents on rafts made up of plant life Mm -hmm. or blown there by the wind. Right. But when they landed on different islands, they'd evolved into different species based on the environment of those islands. I see. The animals that were the biggest help in him realising this were some sweet little birds called finches. Now, at first glance, the finches of the Galapagos all look alike. That's right. So Darwin observes 13 species of finch in the Galapagos and they were all very similar in shape, size and colour. Mm-hmm. But he noticed that each bird's beak was different and, importantly, that they all had different diets on different islands. Right. Darwin figured that they'd all started out as the same bird. Nowadays we think that's probably a South American grass quit. Oh. But a process called natural selection had led to them evolving as different species. Natural selection is now accepted science, but at the time it was a new notion. Give us the basic gist of how it works, Amanda. Okay, so every now and then some animals are randomly born or there are plants that randomly grow with a genetic difference. Mm -hmm. So they might be a different colour or shape Mm -hmm. or size. And every so often that random difference turns out to give the animal or plant an advantage in their environment. Ah, so in the case of the finches, the change in their beak shape meant they could get to the specific food available on their island more easily. Exactly. And because of that advantage, those finches with those beaks got more food, which meant that they were more likely to survive and that they were therefore more likely to have babies. I see. Then their babies inherited that same difference and they were able to get more food and they were more likely to survive and have their own babies. Yeah, yeah, I see. So that process continues until all the finches on the island had that new characteristic and that's how a new species evolves. Amazing. So from one common ancestor, there were now 13 different species of finch. Yep. My favourite, I reckon, is the vampire finch, (gasps) which evolved to have a sharp, pointy beak, and it uses that to peck at bigger birds until they bleed and then drinks the blood. Ugh, love it. (laughs) So what are some of the other interesting animals to have evolved on the Galapagos Islands? What? I think we should start with the marine iguana. Oh, yes, good choice. Scientists figure that land iguanas from South America must have drifted out to sea millions of years ago on logs Mm -hmm. or other plant life, and eventually they landed on the Galapagos. Mm. But the best source of food on those brand-new islands was underwater algae and seaweed. So the iguanas evolved to have a flattened tail to help them move like a crocodile through the water. The Galapagos Islands are the only place place in the world to have swimming iguanas. Now, Darwin wasn't very kind when he first described them, was he? They are hideous looking. The most disgusting, clumsy lizards. Okay, fine, they may not be pretty, but they have amazing adaptations. As well as that tail for swimming, they've evolved to have short, blunt noses and small, razor-sharp teeth to help them scrape the algae off rocks. Amazing. 
and they've evolved to have dark colouring so they can absorb sunlight after they've gone swimming in the freezing cold Galapagos waters. Incredible. And they've even evolved to be able to clean their blood of extra salt, which they eat while feeding in the water. Yeah, and get this, they're believed to be the only species in the world that actually gets shorter when food is scarce. What? The smaller the iguana shrinks, the yeah. less food it needs and ah. the greater its chance of survival. That is amazing. Yep. Now, another amazing animal is the land-based racer snake. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, right. But on the island of Fernandina, it's mm. evolved over time to be able to swim. Ah. So no other land snake in the world has been observed swimming and, get this, catching fish to eat. <laughs> Wow. But of course, the most famous animal is the one that gave these islands their name. Yep, that's right. Galapago is the old Spanish word for tortoise. And right. about two million years ago, give or take, giant tortoises arrived on the islands from mainland South America. Mm -hmm. They evolved into 14 different giant tortoise species on the islands. Wow. Now, the ones that live on islands with lots of plant life growing on the ground have dome shapes shells, yeah. kind of typical tortoise shells, mm -hmm. but the giant tortoises that lived on the islands with less food evolved to have an upward curve to their shell so they could stretch their head up to reach higher growing plants. Wow, that is amazing. Now, didn't sailors back in the bad old days capture those tortoises and take them away on their ships? Sadly, that is indeed right. So one of the Galapagos giant tortoises adaptations is that they can survive for up to a year without food or water, which wow. is pretty incredible. Yeah. But the sailors then realised they could take them on their long voyages and kill them later oh. on as a source of fresh meat. Right. So nowadays the tortoises are also under threat from animals that have been introduced to the islands by humans. So mm. rats and pigs yeah. and even mm. ants like to eat tortoise eggs. Oh. Feral dogs have attacked adult tortoises and goats compete with tortoises for food. Of those 14 species, very sadly, two have gone extinct. Yeah, that's right. You know, I was actually in the Galapagos about 20 years ago oh, and I saw with my own eyes, Lonesome George. Uh, and he was given that name because he was the last remaining Pinta Island giant tortoise. Right. Now, sadly, attempts to breed him failed mm. and mm. he died in 2012. Oh. The Galapagos Islands and the waters around them are now one of the biggest protected areas in the world, but in some cases the damage has already been done. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one, which ocean are the Galapagos Islands in? Yeah, that's right. It's the Pacific Ocean. Question number two, which type of animal helped Charles Darwin arrive at his theory of natural selection? That's right. It was the humble finch. Question number three, what is the old Spanish word for tortoise? Yeah, well done if you got that one. It's Galapago. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explored the who, what, how, where, when and why of the Galapagos Islands. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. 
These episodes are edited and engineered by Carter Quinn.